Welcome to the Relatable Podcast with Julie B, where we talk through the challenges of life and the joy of healthy relationships. I'm your host, Julie B, and I'm here with my co-host, Lauren Hall. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Hey, uh, what do you think makes a conflict a good fight? Oh, well, how about when there are boxing gloves involved and uh, some kind of wrestling arena comes out? That's what I like to see. That's a good fight. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) <laughs> and there are probably others that are like, uh, what makes a really good fight is if we go to opposite ends of the house and we don't speak. Forget that it ever even happened. <laughs> We're just but not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's what makes this really dicey in marriage. That's that's our topic for the podcast today. And that's what makes it really interesting. You've been married six years. Six. I've been married 30. And everybody's got their definition like, wait, we... If we don't, like, have the boxing gloves and have a really lively conversation, we didn't have a good fight. <laughs> yeah, I would tell you my husband and I are opposites at this, so mm. I love to have the boxing gloves on, and my husband is more of the, let's just pretend we're not mad, and maybe it'll go away person. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I want to win, and he wants to just, you know, be neutral. It's fine. He's Switzerland at all times. So I've had to learn to adjust to that. I can still remember in our first, for sure, year of marriage, maybe the first two years of marriage, I, there was something going on between us, and I would look at Jay, and I'd mm-hmm. say, what's wrong? And he has this deer-in-the-headlights <laughs> look, and he says to me, nothing. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I can see in your face that there's something going on. No, no, because he's just, and he, as he's saying no, no, he's like backing up for me <laughs> because, I mean, and we should really be clear with the disclaimer here. When we talk boxing gloves, we're not talking actually hitting. We're just talking, yeah. having a lively discussion about <laughs> right, the right, topic, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So in this ninth episode, we're talking about things like how perspectives about fighting might change after mm. first getting married. Mm. Have you guys seen change over six years? Oh my gosh, yes. Actually, I'm really glad that we've seen change because I I used to literally look at fights or arguments or conflict, however you want to say it. I looked at it as an opportunity to show oh. how smart I uh-huh. was, how mm-hmm. witty I was, mm-hmm. and how good I was. And how you could have the last word, right? Yes, the yep. last word. Yeah. And yeah. now it's much more about how do we agree on these things together? How do we work through it together? What yeah. is the best interest for our marriage? Yeah, so like what's the win? Yeah, yeah. we definitely <laughs> yeah. blossomed. Yeah. I think another topic that we talked about that um, you don't necessarily think about, like until you're maybe in the middle of it, is how your childhood really impacts how you handle conflict and fighting. Because mm-hmm. I don't really think we think about the fact that it's kind of in our DNA. Yeah, it is. And, uh you just kind of come by it naturally if you mm-hmm. don't learn anything any different. Mm-hmm. Having self-awareness and spouse awareness, uh, how not to harm each other, boy. That whole thing about sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt is just not the biggest true. lie ever. Yeah. So we talk about that. And then a great tool that you can use to set up parameters in um, fighting in your marriage mm-hmm. and, and really what does make for a good fight. Mm-hmm. I I thought that there were a lot of great points made mm-hmm. that every one of us having the discussion walked away saying, I'm going to use that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, this was a really great episode. I can't wait to hear it again. Yeah. Learning to fight fair absolutely takes time. And I think that this episode is a great place to start. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
Today, we're going to talk about fighting the good fight in marriage. I've asked some friends to join me, and I want you guys to introduce yourselves, tell how many years you've been married, and how many fights you've won. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Seriously, we are going to talk about fighting the good fight in marriage, which is something that so many people, you say the word fight, and people tend to break out in a cold sweat and kind of freak out because, oh my gosh, if we're really actually soulmates, we shouldn't be fighting, right? <laughs> no, not true. So we're, we're going to launch into this. I have Reggie Madison, Tamara Slocum, and John Dom with me today. And uh, I think this is actually going to be lively, just based on our pre-conversation. <laughs> so fasten your seatbelts and get ready. <laughs> we were talking about fighting, and just uh, some folks said they've never had a good fight, and others said we fight so we can make up. <laughs> so I, I am curious, um, when you got married, what did you think about the whole idea of fighting in your marriage? I mean, did you think that that was going to be a thing? I thought we wouldn't fight. Uh-huh, because you're soulmates, right? Right. Right. We're soulmates. <laughs> and I think I thought that we would just be able to stay calm, rational, and be able to just talk to each other in a cool, calm, collective voice regardless of what the issue was. And yeah. that probably lasted. I just was going to say, how long exactly did that last? Honeymoon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, truth. Truth teller here. <laughs> what about um, you? Definitely knew that we would fight um, because when we dated, we definitely would stay up late into the wee hours of the morning on the phone fighting <laughs> discussing arguing getting our voices heard so yeah. i've but we always ended it in a good place so i knew that we that discussions and arguments would be a part of it mm -hmm. um but i was always a hopeful because we would get through it and be stronger so um mm -hmm. but when we got married i was like all right it's gonna be how it was <laughs> So. And it is that way. And it is that way. And, okay. and we've just gotten better at it as we've um, been together longer. We've learned a lot of different things about each other, triggers, hmm. how to communicate better, all of those things. But it's taken a lot of time. Um, we're coming up on seven years now. So I'm just finally starting to go, we're pretty good at this whole thing. Like, we don't really... I'm the one that said that we don't really... There's no such thing as a good fight because I think that fighting is, you know, not necessarily the what you want to happen. You want to mm. have a good discussion, um, two points of view being heard. Um, but a fight to me is unhealthy, is yelling, is screaming, mm -hmm. is name calling. That to me is, you know, the knockdown drag out. Yeah. And that's like not what. I'm about and what he's about. So, anyways, Ed, no, you're, uh, you, you, know, you, we, you talk. <laughs> we probably need to define some of those terms. You know, yeah. and obviously we're not talking about anything physical because that's domestic violence. That's a crime. But right. you know, heated discussions, mm -hmm. passionate disagreements. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my wife and I are polar opposites. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we we always came at everything from very different standpoints, we have very different backgrounds. I think mm. that's really a big part of how you fight. Mm. Um, what you saw growing up 
but um, you know, we've been together 25 years. Um, we've had five kids, and I feel like we've become kind of like what you said, like kind of streamline the process. Yes. We we know, you know, past things that are healed, not to reopen. Mm. You know, like mm -hmm. we've developed rules for yeah. how to fight nice. Hmm. And I think for us, we've been married, I think, 15 years now. Now I think we've been married 15 <laughs> years now. I'm about to start a fight right now. Yeah. Just <laughs> but I, going back to kind of defining fight, yeah. um, I think what I thought coming in was that the emotions would not ever take over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of surprised me because I thought we would always be able to keep our emotions in check. And I'm realizing I was defining fight to a degree by how much the emotions, which obviously can lead to whether it's the yelling mm -hmm. or the screaming mm -hmm. or you know whatever it is that you try to use to make sure the other person hears you and knows yeah. that you're right, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And But that very early in, you realize, hey, you care, you care so much about the marriage yeah. and about sometimes your own insecurities, mm. that that emotion can, you know, you get real um, heated, passionate maybe, um, to, to prove your point. Well, and you know, to what you were saying about really coming to a place where you understand triggers and things, I think early on in our marriage, I, I, I am passionate, and I can be passionate without being angry, but I right. can be misconstrued as angry. And so we would have these discussions <laughs> where huh, I'm, I'm just getting revved up and Jay's looking at me going, well, you, you don't have to come at me. You don't have to get angry at me. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just, right. I'm just sharing my point of view. So mm. I, I think it is important because you can really I mean, you can fight about fighting because you misunderstand how people engage. Yes. And then you have to have a fight about the fight about the fight. It's it very And meta. then it's just, whew, very <laughs> just like, what were we fighting about in the first place? And right? then what you were fighting about in the first place doesn't even matter anymore. Like, that's so five minutes ago. Now we're on yeah. to something else. Exactly. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think it is a great conversation, you know, speaking of talking about talking, mm. to have a conversation about, what each of you saw growing up because mm -hmm. I, I feel like that really informs a lot of how you handle conflict, how you handle disagreement. Um, you know, my household growing up, um, the disagreements were loud, they were animated. Um, so that was normalized for me. And loud, like Julie was saying, loud didn't necessarily mean angry yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah um so you know talking about each other's backgrounds and understanding what they saw growing up and then figuring out together how you you know what you want to keep what you want to get rid of um but at the very least to begin to understand where that person's coming from i completely agree and you know what's really interesting about that like I said, we've been married seven years and we just like probably within this year had the conversation about how our parents handled the conflict and mm. it has 
changed the way that we communicate during a disagreement. I, I mean, like night and day, because now I understand, you know, why he shuts down when I do certain things that I'm not meaning to come across mm-hmm. as a certain way, but mm-hmm. he, he's like, well, that's how my mom was and, or, you know, or vice yeah. versa or whatever yeah. and how I handle it. And it's like, oh, so I'm so much, it's so much easier for me now to step back and go, okay, I'm doing something that really, that isn't being communicated to him the way that I'm meaning for it to. And right. so it's, it's just, I think that's really important to yeah. do. And if I had known early on, that would have been so much been easier. So, I mean, it's just similar in my house. I look at how my wife would get really intense mm-hmm. and really kind of want to make sure that she was heard. Mm-hmm. And in that, having the conversations about growing up, and as I began to understand how she felt, um, often like she wasn't heard, mm-hmm. and when you don't feel like you're heard or you feel like you're silenced, Mm-hmm. then you get triggered and you go back to that mm-hmm. when you feel like saying it in a cool, calm voice isn't being heard. Mm-hmm. So what do I need to do now? I need to make sure that I, I come a little more, whether it's aggressively or, or more vocal. And if I don't respond in a way that fe- that doesn't feel attacked, mm-hmm. but feel like, oh, I understand, okay, she's not feeling heard. This isn't about her being right. mad. Mm-hmm. At me, this is mm. about her not feeling heard right now. Which don't you think, I mean, everything we're talking about goes back to understanding yourself mm-hmm. and certainly understanding your spouse, but also, and I don't know, this just, I think it's hard, but there has to be a level of maturity that you will make it a point not to intentionally go pushing buttons right. that mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know You've I, learned I, the I, buttons. Yeah, yeah, well, and some exactly. people are like, oh, right. yeah. well, you have kind of hacked me off, and so I know exactly right. where to dig, and mm-hmm. I'm going for it mm-hmm. all in, just just because it's a sport, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's when you kind of have to have the self-awareness, too. Like, am I trying to communicate my side of an issue that I care about, or is this really... If I'm honest, this is meant to inflict mm-hmm. damage. Yeah. This is, mm-hmm. you know, and having that self-awareness that I've crossed the line from having a different opinion to now I'm just trying. This is malicious now. I'm trying mm-hmm. to be hurtful, and you know, you need to be aware of when that is happening mm-hmm. because it's shifted. The yeah. mm-hmm. it's shifted from yes. dealing with the issue. Yeah. Yes. To now I'm fighting you. Because right. my feelings are hurt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I need you to feel like I like, feel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of scary, but I just, I think it can happen a lot if you let your guard down. Mm-hmm. Well, it's easy because you're looking at that person and you're not looking at the issue. Because mm-hmm. often the issue isn't mm-hmm. concrete. You know, I right. can't put my hands right. on it. Yeah. And so my eyes get focused on the person I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it, you find yourself there and you can go there just like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think you can't lose sight of the fact that you're not fighting that person. You're dealing with whatever the issue right. is. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, I think like you said, it's so easy to like just snap and you're there and you're, you, you don't want to be there, but like all of a sudden right. now you're throwing punches verbally, not, yeah. <laughs> not literally, right. but you're, 
and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is not constructive. And yeah. I will, I, I'll be, you know, a little braggy here, but my husband 100% knows when we've reached that point and he cuts the conversation off. He's yeah. like, listen, we need our time apart because we're just, nothing is getting solved. Nothing is going to get solved when we're in this state of mind. So I heard somebody one time talking about this situation right here. Yeah. And he, he said, so when you get to that place, somebody at that moment in time has to be the most mature person <laughs> and, you know, kind of stop yep. it. But he said, you can't go, okay, I'm going to be the most mature right. person right. at this no. moment. And <laughs> stop. Like another jab. Right. Oh, right. Oh, right. Another then, jab. Right. Just course. escalated things. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of course, I'm just like, you're right. <laughs> and I don't like it because I want to solve it right now. I want to, yeah. but then, but when, but when you get there, when you are intentionally being, you know, whatever, whatever your defense mechanism is yeah. to, to mm -hmm. shield your mm -hmm. own self, I mean, it's just, your emotions are way too high to solve anything to be rational. Mm -hmm. right. So I think that it's a, it's a good place to just stop and cool off and, you know, then you can actually come back to the conversation with clear and level heads, but. So each one of you said that at some point you really came to the realization, okay, what we're doing isn't good. Did you actually have a conversation when you weren't heated about how you are going to choose to intentionally engage each other, like things that are just totally off limits? Like right. one of you said something about name calling. Right. We certainly talked about physically uh, doing anything to each other would not be a good thing. but. But did you set up parameters for this is how we're going to agree in our home that we're going to fight the good fight, if you will? We have actually, and we teach this, the, there's a floor, the floor card from PrEP, uh, a educational organization designed to help couples in relationships. Out of the University of Denver. Yes. Yep. We actually used that a few times. Uh, and really to slow us down mm. and help mm. us to identify what our emotions were and why they were there mm -hmm. that caused us to, whether it's fly off the deep end or get real defensive. Mm -hmm. um, because I realized that man, you get those walls up mm -hmm. because you feel like either you don't want to be wrong mm. or you're feeling attacked or you're, you know, whatever, whatever the insecurity is. And so it slowed us down and we literally, you know, and it, it was funny doing it in our bed. There's a little floor. Yeah, I was going to say, explain <laughs> it real quick. Yeah, so there's a floor. It's just a little card. Mm -hmm. And one is a speaker. And if you're the speaker, you have the floor, which really mm -hmm. means it's your turn to be understood. And so mm -hmm. if I have the floor, my wife is listening to me discuss the issue, tell my thoughts and emotions on the issue and what I want. From that issue real briefly and then she replies that she understood it and then I give her the floor and it's my turn to do the same thing while she talks I need to listen and understand paraphrase give it back to her that mm -hmm. kind of thing mm -hmm. um, it slowed us down yeah and it helped us to stay focused it's, it's almost like naming the issue at times and letting that be what's on the table. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think you literally just need to write it. This is what we're talking about and focus on. I think you're right. I've actually suggested to couples that they do that, that they just write it out because they were having a hard time 
st stick into the issue. They were yeah. talking about how they would get to one fight, and then, and mm -hmm. you know, by the end of it, you forget what you're fighting about. Right. Mm -hmm. right. It's like no, yeah. write it down in a big card, yeah. so that you can always go back and look at that mm -hmm. yeah. when you find yourself off track. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, if you make the, that sounds like a great way to make the issue concrete, mm -hmm. so yes. that you can mm -hmm. remain a team that's against this issue. We're trying to solve mm. this issue. It's, right. it's you and me as a team um, working to resolve this issue. And I think that's what gets forgotten a lot. Yes. And mm. it ends up being me against you, you know, when it really needs to be us against this issue. Mm -hmm. We've literally had conversations where there were probably four or five iterations of understanding what the real issue was. Right. Oh yeah, that's what I was <laughs> just about to say. We've had this conversation about like, sometimes the issue isn't really the, the issue. issue. And that's hard because you, you have to dig deep and you have to be really vulnerable. Yes. And I think that that is a hard thing to do when maybe you're trying to be right. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I know like me and my husband, I, I've told him like every time we have a disagreement, I tell him, I am not trying to be right. I am trying for us to be better together. And anytime there is a disagreement, it's always my, my end goal is to work it out so that we're stronger. And just having that perspective on it, it shifts my my you know, how I treat him, and it mm -hmm. shifts how he's taking me and perceives what I'm doing and talking about. Well, and it's a mindset mm. as exactly. to how you're going to approach it. Absolutely, yep. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to yeah. answer your previous question. Yeah, that's question. exactly what I was yeah. going yeah. for. So, um, so in, in our case, over the years, we, ha we never actually had like a sit-down conversation um, about how we're going to fight about rules or like, you know, what's okay, what's not okay. It kind of evolved over the years. And looking back, it probably would have been beneficial to just like, hey, let's go ahead and like lay out the ground rules now. Yeah. But what ended up happening is every time we'd have a new disagreement, um, inevitably one of us would do something that the other was like, mm -mm, not cool. And each time over the years that something new would kind of pop up, after the fight, we'd come back and be like, okay, you can't walk away from the, the conversation yeah. without saying anything. Yeah. You have to, like, if, if we need a breather, we have to say, We're, we'll talk about this in five minutes or something. Yeah. And like, little by little, we started um, kind of getting this list of like things that are are good, are not good, what, mm -hmm. what we're gonna adhere to. And now we've got, you know, the ground rules, but it took, kind of a couple years to lay them all out um, just it's because. It's almost like it's a dance and you kind of yeah. have to figure yeah. out how to, right. to do that dance yeah. together without constantly stepping on each other's toes when you're trying yeah. to figure something out. It was, and it's a learning thing. Yeah. Like you, I'm constantly learning this dance because yeah. things change right. and situations change and something that we argued about, you know, five years ago is like completely different than what is going on now. So yeah. well, let me ask. Let me ask you this: yeah. How long after a fight mm -hmm. were you guys able to get to a place where you could calmly kind of replay what was said and what was done, and kind mm -hmm. of dissect it and say, you know, this was cool, this was not cool. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what's the what's 
how the long time is frame. I mean, honestly, because is this hours later, yeah, days later. No, it's usually <laughs> it's usually like as we're making up, as okay. we're as we're apologizing. You know, the white flag has been flown. <laughs> where <laughs> we start going, okay, the way that you ha the way that I handled this wasn't okay, yeah. and you know, but I think early on we had like the baseline for mm -hmm. arguing, like never ever name calling ever right. we never do that we never curse we never yeah. you know like those are just things that i think would be too much for us mm -hmm. to handle because that's not the type of people we are right and there's and there's it elevates everything exactly right. um so i mean there were a few of those ground rules but yeah usually if something happens like for instance one of us just up and leaves in the middle of a, an argument without saying anything yeah. <laughs> or like slams yeah. the door yeah. or you know whatever the case may be yeah. usually in the apology we're like all right so <laughs> next time the idea of needing space is mm -hmm. good mm -hmm. is is it's okay mm -hmm. but communicating that you need that space is really important so yeah. i mean Anyways. So you guys learned from your we kind fights. We learned, you, you, yeah. And, it, and I think when we talk about fighting the good fight, what makes it the good fight is if it does ultimately bring you closer together. Absolutely. You know, then yeah. that was a good fight. Well, yeah. it takes you to a different place. Like you learn something about each other hmm. or, or you figure out, oh, okay, <laughs> it's probably not good for us to do that thing yeah. because right. um, it just leads to... Lots of angst mm -hmm. between the two of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, John? What? Yeah, I, I think over 25 years, um, we, we have had an ongoing conversation because it, it does change. It does, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but we've had kind of an ongoing conversation about, okay, like we're gonna we're gonna address the behavior, n not the person. Mm. You know, even if 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 my wife wants to. Uh, say something about something that I'm doing, there's a distinction made between me as a person and this behavior, oh, yeah. you know? So you attack the behavior, not the person. Like things like never saying words like never and always, mm -hmm. you know, cause they're- Wait, you always. <laughs> right, right. You've never like- <laughs> Or I statements, right? Yes. I just feel. like your father. <laughs> So we've we've kind of picked up um, some of these, yeah. I guess you would call them, you know, the ground rules, um, and we call each other out on them, you know. And sometimes you do. See, I'm I'm probably more likely to be the one that walks out of the room, mm. um, and I've learned that I have to stay in there mm -hmm. and stay engaged, even if it is to say. Um, hey, you know, what you just said really hurt me. It didn't sound like it was about the issue. It sounded mm -hmm. like, it, like it was about, it was a personal attack. Um, so th those things are hard. Like it's hard to fight the good fight. It's easier to just walk out, mm -hmm. um, you know, the door and avoid it. Mm -hmm. But um, you definitely get closer. Do you think in terms of perspective, I'm just, I'm thinking about having, so we're right on the cusp of being married 30 years. And I think about the kinds of things that we um, had conflict over early on in our marriage. And then when we had a child, 
we had conflict over <laughs> different things, mm -hmm. uh, you know, how we were going to parent and all that. And now we're in this empty nest phase, and it's it's not that we don't ever have conflict, but we definitely don't have conflict like we had it in the early years. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's just interesting to me, as we're having this conversation, thinking about um, it's it's a perspective. Like, really, my goal is to figure out how do we build up our relationship. Like, my mm -hmm. goal is 100% not to tear us down, but to figure out how we're going to build up. I, I don't think... I don't think my head was exactly thinking those thoughts when mm -hmm. we got married, um, but it does make a difference in how you engage, even hmm. what you engage, because sometimes, I mean, I find myself, and I, whatever, the garbage isn't out, or uh, I thought you were going to do this, right. and now I've got to do it. And initially, I 100% can tell you that in the first five years of our marriage, man, I would have been marching my little self <laughs> in there, and we'd have had a conversation. And now I'm just like, in the scheme of things, it just doesn't Pick matter. Your Pick your battles. I think it, you, when you talk about marriage and see it kind of as construction, yeah. and I know over time, you don't realize, uh. I think, you know, when you have kids, let's just think about that. Yeah. When you have kids and all the different issues that you can have parenting, all the challenges mm -hmm. and disagreements, oh all uh, that yes. comes out of that, yes. you don't see it as we're building something beautiful here. Right are in survival mode. We are in survival mode. 100%. But I do think the longer you, you, stick, you stick in there, the more successes that mm -hmm. you have, and success sometimes is simply we got through that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know that was the success. Not in just it. we got through that, but our child is going to live to see another right. day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that like for real. For real. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but I, I would imagine that as we get, particularly as you approach an emptiness stage of life, you realize it's easier to have a mentality that man, these disagreements that we've had, right. some of them aren't big, but they really are. The perspective is, man, this is just helping us build even better. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. you almost embrace, you, you just look at the differences differently versus, you know, there's, there's these fear, I think, that, that couples have, especially early on. Yeah. Are we going to make it? Is this going to be the one that right. starts <laughs> to lead us down this, you know, this path where I can't turn around. I mm -hmm. literally remember it's one of our very first fights. Jay walked through the door and I was so mad and I looked at him and I was like, okay, I am not, I mean, divorce is absolutely not an option, but this can't keep happening. And I mean, he's looking at me like, do what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? We're talking about divorce, but where, where did that come from? Mm. So, yeah, I do think that you move through seasons, yes. or hopefully you move through mm -hmm. seasons and well, come to a different place. I think one of the things that you learn over the years, you know, if you're constantly asking yourself the question, like, is this a tension to be managed or is this a problem to be solved? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think as you get older, there's things you realize like, you know what, we're just different, we're wired differently. Mm -hmm. You know, that tension's always gonna be there mm -hmm. yeah. and, and mm -hmm. it's okay. Like. We don't have to fix each other. It's not. It's right. 
it's mm -hmm. not a problem to be solved. It's just a tension to be managed. So my posture towards it becomes very, very different. Mm -hmm. And just making that distinction, I think, is really, really helpful. And, you know, over the years, you even get to a place where you appreciate those Mm -hmm. differences. Yeah. It becomes more complimentary, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, and less adversarial. Right. Um, I think there's a lot I, of truth to that. Oh, I, yeah. so an example I think about with our kids, sometimes bedtime, even weekends or whatever, my wife is one that's a little more kind of structured. They're going to they need to go to bed at a certain time. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm the one that can be like, ah, let them stay up a little longer. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> with you. And guess what? That's yeah, you heard me talk about irreconcilable differences. Oh, yeah. We're never going to be the same on right. that mm -hmm. because we're just different people. Yeah. I think we had to come to a realization that this is not going to end our marriage. Yeah. <laughs> and mm -hmm. and so we respect one another's differences. Mm -hmm. Right. We, you know, she respects that, you know, sometimes I might allow them to stay. And I accept the fact that sometimes she might say no. And if it happens where it's a day where I've already said they could stay up and she mm -hmm. said no, then we work through it, the kids are fine, mm -hmm. and it's okay. It's yeah. really okay. But early on, we could we actually have gotten real bent out of shape because we felt like the other one wasn't doing it right. Right. Mm. Yeah. And what you just described is a difference between unity and uniformity. Mm. You know, mm. like we can stay unified and still be different people, be wired differently, have different perspectives, have different backgrounds, have different opinions, and, and even feel strongly about them. But we can still be unified, um, you know, without that uniformity. Yeah. yeah we don't mm -hmm. have to be the same. And it's probably a good thing that we aren't. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Yes. It, it, I think it's a really good thing that people figure out that we're different. It's good that we're different. Own your stuff. Mm -hmm. and recognize that we're building here, really trying to figure out how to build something good. So it does take two people who are different coming together and being willing to figure that out. Mm -hmm. This has been a great discussion. I feel like we could go on for hours, but <laughs> hopefully you've gotten some really good uh, takeaways from this that will be a catalyst for a good discussion for you and your spouse. Thank you for tuning in to the Relatable Podcast with Julie B. If you'd like more resources for couples, be sure to visit our website, firstthings.org.